Hey patrons, welcome to this special bonus episode, which is our full interview with Hildegard Westerkamp. You know, I've occasionally gotten to sort of meet people that I have admired for a really long time, and it's not always the most wonderful experience. You can come away from it feeling a little crestfallen every now and then as your kind of myths get shattered. But in this case, speaking with Hildegard was just, I don't know, it was it was effortless. It was so much fun. I think we had a really good rapport and there were so many rich details and stories that I just couldn't fit into either the R. Murray Schaefer episode or in the episode that we did about her own soundscape composition. So I'm sharing with you the full, uh, I think it's a 100 and, uh, or an hour and 40 minutes. And, um, there's just all kinds of great stuff. We actually begin just casually talking about hearing aids and, um, and a recent trip to the audiologist that uh, she and her partner had made. So um, that's where we start, but we wind up talking about all kinds of stuff, a lot more details about her early days with Schaefer, and some really kind of touching details about her uh, last visit with Schaefer um, when he was suffering from Alzheimer's and just a lot of, a lot of really rich stuff, I think. So I hope you enjoy this. As always, thanks for your support, and I'll talk to you later. My uh, late partner had hearing aids, and that was, um, you know, 10 years ago, and he, um, it was already quite good then, but it's really changed. So I accompanied him through that process, and um, it was, I was, you know, I didn't know much about it then, and I was quite impressed with what he could do and adjust at that time already. But um, this is really different. I, I'm quite impressed, I must say. <laughs> uh, the, um, do you have integration with your smartphone and that sort of thing? Well, not yet. My phone is too old, so oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I, have to, I have to buy a new one, which I will do when I'm ready. Um, right now, I'm just adjusting volume. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I do that usually when I'm in a noisy place and, um, or I even take them out. Um, but it's tricky, you know, it's tricky in situations when it's noisy and you have to understand someone that, that part is really difficult because it is actually noisier and it, it takes more effort to focus on the conversation yeah because and and i th- I think there are more subtle adjustments over the over the phone um where you can kind of get rid of the ambience a bit as far as I understand yeah um, I mean I think but I, I'm not sure with a lot of them you can use the phone as a kind of remote um microphone so you can put the phone closer to the person who who you want to hear oh I see yeah um and then yeah there's so much interesting stuff happening with algorithms to handle that. Thing, they call it the cocktail party effect, right? Where yes, exactly. you're, you're having to process and, and it takes more of your mental energy. You know, it, it takes so much of your cognitive energy to have to, to hear the words that you want to hear. Um, and yeah, so it's amazing yeah. that we're getting to the point where some of that sort of cognition, so to speak, can be offloaded onto the algorithms. That <laughs> <laughs> True. It's amazing, True. you know? But it's also, you know, I find it really ironic that um, at the time when people have to get hearing aids, um, 
most of them are not educated in terms of having to speak about sound and to explain what they're hearing and what they're not hearing. And I think it's really complicated by the fact that people are just not connected yeah. to sound and don't know how to how to speak. And, um, you know, it was, for me, it was fun because here I was with someone who understood sound and it was fun for them too, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the same with Peter, my partner. Um, you know, we had fun because we could, and he had a musical ear and, and all that, so we could have this really interesting conversation about listening and hearing and perception, you know. And it, uh, it, but it, it's so crazy that that would be happening at a point when people are losing their hearing, that they're getting educated, right? Yeah, that's a great point. And, and it makes me think about the utility of Schaefer's terminology, right? Like this kind of providing this everyday language that people could say, you know, I feel like I'm picking up these keynote sounds that when I really want to be focused on signals or, you know, like this sort of thing um, exactly. could be really useful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot in, in words and language um, to be able to understand better for sure. Hmm. Yeah. So oh. I turned on my recorder now. Okay, excellent. It's running. Great. So, okay, well, I don't, I don't want to take too much of your time, so I'll, I'll get to my questions. <laughs> okay. Um, so I thought maybe it would be nice to start, and I know this is a story that you've, you've told many times before, but um, can you talk about the first time you heard Schaefer speak and then how you came to work with him? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a story I tell all the time because it was um, a complete aha moment in my life. And little did I know that it really was the beginning of my career. <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks, that was just a snippet of our full unedited interview with Hildegard Westerkamp, exclusively available to our patrons. Patrons also get bonus content in our regular episodes and exclusives like this one, where we give the full unedited interview. Um, we have one also with Jonathan Stern, and there will be more to come in the future. If you're interested in learning more about becoming a patron, go to patreon.com slash phantom power. Options start at just $3 a month. And we'll see you next month. Bye.